Hurry into Chemist Warehouse and celebrate footy finals with their footy finals half-price vitamin sale. Stock up on all your favourite vitamins today. Be quick, end September 24. AB, Elliot, I have to tell you about the um, the party that I went to on Saturday night. Now, um, Elliot, you'll probably be able to relate to this because you're a bit of a socially awkward introvert like myself. AB, probably not so much because... We were at the same party. No, no, no. This is the party I went to after that. You went to two parties? I went to two. It was exhausting. Yeah, the social introvert goes to two parties. I only went to one. Oh, no, wait, I had a lunch, so (laughs) I went to two as well. It was exhausting. But anyway, so I rocked up late to this house party thing, and I was thinking, oh, people will be out mingling and whatever. I'll just be able to slip in. When I got to this party, Elliot, everyone was sitting in chairs around, like, the patio table. And I just kind of rocked up, and everyone's like, oh, hey, Luke's here. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's... that's." Did you have to do a monologue to enter? Like, hey, this is where my life's been at, you know? Well, that was socially anxiety-inducing as as it was, because suddenly everyone was looking at me. And then, because everyone was sitting down, I didn't have a chair. All the chairs were taken. I rocked up late, so everyone was there, all the chairs. So there was a couple of chairs still inside the house. So she's just like, my friend was like, oh, just go inside, grab a chair. So I went inside, grabbed a chair, and I walked back to the door, out to the patio, and I kind of just stood there holding this chair. Why didn't you put it down next to other people? No space. Isn't that oh. worse? Just stand up with the chair. So I, just, I thought you were going to say you walked inside and just sat on the chair inside and spent the night there. <laughs> that would be what Elliot would no, do. I took the chair. I stood there at the door for about thirty seconds, going, "I don't know where to put this chair down." No one moved. No one was really paying attention to me. So then I put, I walked back inside, put the chair down. I sat down on the floor inside and played with the dogs instead. So how long? How many people were at this table? I got to know this. Oh, that would have been twenty people. That's ridiculous. There was so Sorry, many. Sorry, doesn't work. You cannot have a setting like that. Even at my lunch that I had on the weekend, there was six people. Different. There was like three different conversations taking place. It's so rare for people to have a giant conversation like that. That's dumb. Everyone was sitting in like a weird horseshoe shape because I think, I guess what happened was some people got there early and sat at the table where the food was and then as more people came, they just kind of kept adding chairs Mm. and so it was like this weird horseshoe thing around the table. This is like last I got there so late and I just was like, I'm just going to sit inside and play with the dogs instead. That'll do it. How long did you last before you left? Did you ghost? No, I was there for about an hour oh. and a half. Were you sober? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I drove home. thing people don't understand is is people like you and, and people like myself, I don't remember, it's been that long since I went to an event, but when we go to these things, if you're standing there in the doorway awkwardly holding your chair, <laughs> your brain assumes that all 20 of those people are watching you and, yeah. and thinking horrible thoughts about you. Yeah. That's that's the, the internal monologue of an introvert. You see, mine as an extrovert is all those people are desperate for me to join because I'm so interesting. <laughs> So you would have just gone up to someone and just started talking oh, to them. You would have been lap. fine. You would have kicked them out like, of that chair. Get out yeah. of here. <laughs> you would have been fine. Straight to the head of the table. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I, oh, I would have walked in and gone, where am I going to sit? And everyone yeah. would have just parted like the oh, like ocean. You're Moses. The Red Sea, yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, I am Moses. Okay. Um, all right, let's look at the show today. That's scary. Um... We found Queensland potentially the cheapest house ever bought in Queensland. The, the story that from Quancari, I didn't think yeah. he, that ever existed to be that cheap. Yeah. It was pretty 
Very cheap. Pretty very cheap. Pretty very cheap. Mm. Can use my words. Michael Atkinson from Stan Sport uh, kind of broke down what the Wallabies didn't do last night. I thought he was going to cry. He was miserable. He was. I've very, never seen him yeah. lose so much faith yeah. in that team. Like for me, I've known him for years, and he's been all on the rugby train. I just don't. Yeah, it's it's over. Um, Elliot also told you told us a story about how you nearly were leaving the rush hour. Yeah, I really I, I thought I was on my way out. Uh, uh, Thanks for thinking if you know really long and hard about it. It's not like we mean anything to you or whatever. Mate, if I got offered the right money tomorrow, I'd be gone. Like I'd say, see ya, thank you, it's been nice, <laughs> but there would not be a second thought. Would I get my hug? Mm, maybe. I think, that's I, think, good I, think for you, me. I think you'd probably get it if I left. Okay, that's, that's good. a solid maybe. Hopefully you do then. That's about that unless like someone close to you uh, you wouldn't come to me for a hug if someone died close to you. If I was upset. No, nah, can you just plan that ahead of time? Because there's been a couple of times where you've been upset, rightfully upset, <laughs> don't get me wrong. But I know that like a normal person would hug you. But you just some, walked out of the room. I go out and I say, Luke, she's dying again. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> Twice and, in two and years. And not in a, I'm not trying to um, dismiss your feelings, but I don't know what to... No, I don't. Yeah. Luke, can you go, you know, touch her or something? <laughs> no, but you know the worst thing about yeah. that? Is the he doesn't like it either. <laughs> I walk in here and I'm like, oh, okay, you're Elliot obviously un, you're, you're upset about something. Yeah. I don't really know what to do. And if you need a hug, I suppose I can hug you, but I'd prefer it if we didn't. Oh, you're not a hugger. No. I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'll send someone else in next time. Uh, yeah, well, that'd be great. That'd I'll send in Susie and Sale. She's yeah. a good hugger. Yeah. One of the great huggers. I she like is good, huggers. actually. Yeah. Can you send her next time? Yeah, I absolutely. prefer. I got you. Uh, I also spoke to Lauren Brown from the Titans. Mm. Um, Elliot, you've had a bit of a fitness plateau. Um, it's, I refuse to wor- use the word plateau. Yeah. I had a day. And I'm still, I've still got the yeah. shits about that, to be honest. <laughs> I just, the way it unfolded today at yeah. the boxing gym, I'm only angry at myself, no one else. Well, we made a wager, so don't forget the yeah. wager going forward. I can't wait. And AB might be able to make you a vegan lunch, because we also talked about that yeah, as vegan, well. Yeah, vegan gluten-free but... lunch will get you over the pool. <laughs> <laughs> vegan lunches can be a My which cashew dip was elite. <laughs> And I uh, had some motivational quotes to give you as well to try and pick you back up. That's the show. Thanks for coming. Good way to end. On pure grimness. Anyway. Okay, bye. Can you please stop the music? <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. On one triple three five three Queensland, we are on the hunt for Queensland's cheapest house. It's not available right now necessarily. It is the cheapest house that you've ever purchased in Queensland because this old newspaper article has emerged back from 1987-88 where they have compared the average house prices in Toowoomba of those years. And in North Toowoomba at that time in 1988, the average house price was (laughs) $48,000. Which, and when you think about, I know it's 30 odd years, it's not that long ago. No, I wish I'd bought 10 of them. Oh, wait, I wasn't alive at that time. On one triple three five three, whether it was 1988, 1940, 1950, whatever, what's the cheapest that, well, you probably weren't around in 1940 maybe, what was the cheapest that you've bought a house for in Queensland at any time? I reckon you go far enough back. We'll get someone from the 50s today. Even if That's your family bought it and it's stayed in your family since then. Yeah, okay. Because I remember when I was like trying to buy a house when I was about 25, 26, mm. my mum and dad were telling me about a house they bought in Brisbane yep. for like 60 grand. Amazing. Unheard of today. That I, house would be 1.7 now. The, che- the cheapest I've seen one, I-, I was having a bit of a dummy look last year, um, was 
we were in towns or looking around the West End area in towns. I was surprised considering how bad it's been. You could get little and they were cottages, two-bedroom ones for the low to mid-200s. And for me, yeah, okay. I thought that's an absolute bargain. That's a steal. I know Mount Isa and whatnot sort of out west yep. often sell pr- houses for around that price, but can we get even cheaper? Is there something that's like under 100 that you bought? 13353. Three. Heading to Yapoon first. Laurel, was it you that purchased the house? No, it was my parents. I remember it was about 40... 40- Two years ago, and they bought in. Uh, we were already living in the gap west of Brisbane, and they bought a property um, up the side in one of the mountains, and uh, they paid forty-two thousand for it. Uh, so it'd be about forty-two years ago. Um, they sold it about twenty years ago for high twos, two hundred and something. Um, and I reckon now it's got to be around the million dollars that place. <laughs> Um, just an FYI, median house prices in the gap, 1.05. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 42. And that's a bougie. Like, that's close to the CBD. It's pretty. It's a flash area. Of Brisbane, land. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's bougie. Okay. All right. We're going up to Edmonton. Cameron, what about you? Queensland's cheapest house. G'day. Um, yeah, my parents bought the place in Yoronga in Brisbane, right near the river. Yeah, lovely. Uh, very close to the city. For fifteen grand, <laughs> Cameron. So and we just heard about a house in the Gap forty-two years ago for forty-two grand. How far back was this one? Oh, it would have been in the sixties, I think. Okay, stuff them seriously. Yeah, it's one point yeah. two now. <laughs> Yeah, my mum's still there. Oh, wow. She's trying to sell. Um, they've been through three, three floods, but yeah, um, it's it's worth about a mil now. It would be. It would be. Yeah, my best mate was from around there. Her parents have still got their place too. I think they paid about $2 for it. This is why, we, you know, again, back in the day when, when people from that era, and this is not a dig, it's a slight dig, you can't say, oh, why haven't you bought a house? Well, because they're $2 million now. <laughs> Grandma, and the Grandpa. house and the wages haven't you increased that much. Them. It doesn't matter how much avocado toast I have. Oh, okay, dear. Townsville, finally, Steve, on three Queensland's cheapest house. What have you got? Yeah, in 1974, my grandparents bought me up. We bought two houses in Cloncarry at North Queensland. We we paid four for one and six for thousand for the other. <laughs> we lived in the one for six thousand, and we done the old fellow done it up, done that one up for four thousand. He sold in seventy five for six and a half thousand, and then then he passed away. And me and my brother we left the house, and we we sold. That house in 1998 for $145,000. Steve, oh my, can I ask roughly, how long did it take them on their wages at the time to pay off the $6,000 house? Yeah, well, back then, uh, the, the grandfather was probably getting you know, $33 a fortnight. Right. Yeah, I'm so, not maths for that. Yeah, yeah, he was a, he was a ga- um, boss of a gang building railway lines and that. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was getting about $33 a fortnight. And... And so yeah, there was a, that was over the loan for them two houses over. It was over thirty years. So he he's only probably perspective. He's only probably paying two dollars or three dollars a month. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm. That's mm. so good. Why didn't I retrospectively buy five hundred houses? It's a bit depressing. Is some of that though? Oh, it's extremely depressing. <laughs> Anyway, I love renting. Go and, me. And, and we broadcast, you know, from uh, right up in far north Queensland to that Darling Downs area as well, and there just is not much and anywhere between me, there And trust me, all affordable. the yuppies are moving to Toowoomba. They're yeah. stuffed there. 
Oh Yuppie goodness. takeover. 1.5 min. Oh, dear. Now you can watch all the action from the Rugby World Cup 2023 on the home of rugby, of course, Stan Sport. Every match is ad-free, live and on demand in 4K Ultra HD. But I tell you what, most Wallabies fans, they wish last night's feed was pixelated because they were putrid. Joining us now, live from France, from Stan Sport, Michael Atkinson. How do we break that loss to Fiji down? Uh, I was going to say good morning, but it's not a good morning if you're a Wallabies fan and you're in France. I know it's afternoon where you guys are, but uh, look, we to be honest, first and foremost, we were just outplayed. We were outmuscled. We were beaten. Fiji were better by a country mile, played better test rugby. Um, and that's probably the best assessment of it because you've got to pay respect to Fiji. This isn't a boil over. This isn't Japan beating South Africa in 2015. Fiji are a genuine test nation now. They're much improved and they played like that yesterday. Um, but we'll turn the blowtorch on Australia. That may be, that may turn out to be the most significant loss in Australia's test rugby history if it eventuates that we don't get out of the pool stage for the first time ever in Australia's World Cup history um, because that's a game that if we win that, we pretty much guarantee our spot in the quarterfinals and getting out of the pool stage. But now we have to beat Wales, beat them handsomely and sort of hope that other things go our way also because simply beating Wales this week coming uh, doesn't necessarily guarantee our path out of the pool stages. At Co. I'm a bit sick as a rugby fan of the coaches wearing entire responsibility for this. Eddie Jones came out after the game. He was booed and he said, I probably deserved more. Like we're going through coaches every single few years. It's it's not making any difference. At what point is Rugby Australia going to say, actually, the problem seems to be deeper than the coaching? Yeah, it's an excellent point, AB. I think you're bang on. Um, I do think Eddie deserves... Uh, to wear some criticism for this result uh, and this World Cup campaign at the moment. Um, but, you know, let's say hypothetically he was to get rolled um, and sacked if we don't get out of the pool stage, it's just going to continue. There's some problems that need to be addressed and it, it can't all lay at the feet of, of Eddie Jones or whoever the coach is because Dave Rennie had his struggles. You know, Checker had his struggles as well. He had one really good year in 2015 and then after that it was all pretty much downhill, wasn't it? So it's not entirely um, one person's fault, one person's responsibility. But Eddie's got to wear some blame for for this as well. You know, his selections were highly criticised, highly questionable leading into the World Cup. He brought over one specialist, 10, who at the time had played four tests, three tests maybe. Um, And then yesterday he hooked him early this morning, uh, Australian time. He hooked him 49 minutes into the game. Um, And, I mean, Carter wasn't having a very pleasant day, but you just got to wonder now about if he had had a Quade Cooper or a Bernie Foley there. You know, what this does for Carter's confidence going forward. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's a dire day if you're a Wallabies fan. Like, I'm, I'm normally, as you know, AB, an ultimate optimist. Yeah, but, you find um, something positive every time. 
can't, you just can't. You got to be real here. A reminder: any of the Rugby World Cup action you want to check out, it is all on Stan Sport. If you do want more info, you can go to stan.com.au forward slash rwc. Our man on the ground over there at France for the World Cup, Michael Atkinson. Always appreciate your time. Wish it was on better terms, mate. Hopefully, we chat to you after that Wales game with a smile on your face. Good on you, legend. No worries. The rest of the World Cup's going unbelievably well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> cracking games. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. Just Luke is here as well. Um, I mentioned before, I've, I've had a job offer. I've been waiting for this for years, and finally we got the email uh, recognising some things about me that I think should be recognised properly. Um, okay, let's start with some audio, right? We, we all know this famous song, of course. This is a clip from the movie The Lion King, one of the greatest songs ever is. Kuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no pants and craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. Right, it's a great movie moment, right? Yeah. Fabulous. Great. One of yeah. the best ever. Yeah. So that's me. <clears throat> I, I I wondered if it was both parts because I did not recognise either the original <laughs> nor the new part nor the new movie. So I was like, Oh, you did this yeah. on your social media? Yes. yes. So so we all have niche things that we you know spend too much time on. Well, we do anyway because we don't have real lives. And and mine was I, I learned pretty early on that I could do Disney voices at a young age and uh-huh. sing quite well in so, tune. So I can do Timon, Timon and Pumba. Um, also, I could always do uh, Gaston and Beauty and the oh, Beast, yeah. the Gaston song with his little nerd friend. For there's no one as burly and brawny. As you see, I've got biceps to spare. Not a bit of him scraggly or scrawny. That's right. And every last inch of me's covered with hair. No one hits like Gaston, matches wits like Gaston. In a spitting match, nobody spits like Gaston. I'm especially good at expectorating. Ten. Okay. Oh my gosh. Right. So has Disney been in contact? Cat. Say that again. Has Disney been in contact? So here's the thing. Got an email. And 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 those were done maybe five years ago when I still had life in my eyes, my soul, and my body. Now I don't care about anything anymore. <laughs> okay. Received an email on my junk recently that said, Hey, stumbled across this on your social media. We do this advertising company. Would you voice Timon and Pumba? We can pay X amount. X amount. Whoa. X amount. Was a huge amount of money. Okay, like six figures. Okay, not that much. Uh, but but it, was, <laughs> it was it was a lot of money, a lot more than Just I tell could us earn. How much. It was over ten thousand dollars for Ooh. for, and this would run for a whole like period of years. They could run it as long as they want to. I couldn't even tell you the company name, but it sounds like a bit of a dodgy trademark issue. But yeah, go off. Yeah, well, well, dodgy is probably the right word to use for it because I had my ego was sky high reading this <laughs> over the weekend. I, I'm typing up a reply and I send it off and whatever, uh, and and then. The follow-up email is, yep, no problem. Uh, just to get started, you'll need to deposit $5,000 to us <laughs> Western first. Western Union yeah, transfer. You know, um, small Nigerian prince fund, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got I got catfished by people that were so elaborate that they'd gone through my social wow. media yeah. to find the one thing that I was maybe they good at. They actually have yeah. gone nuclear in terms of the personal touches. It's not just, hey, I'm lonely or I'm a Nigerian prince. I promise you $2.5 billion well, they, if you give me a bit of cash yeah. to save me out yeah. of this pickle. That wouldn't work on Elliot anyway because he's got no empathy. 
That's a good point. Trey wouldn't help anyone, even if it was a friend. Uh, The only pickle I care about is mine, and unfortunately (laughs) I'm not paying $5,000 to get it sorted. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Highly anticipated moment, Queensland. You are going to find out how my lunch went down on Saturday. I had invited a few friends over. I wanted to challenge myself and put on a big feast that I cooked from scratch, have a nice table setting ready to go, and really like mark myself into my mature age level of that. My, My parents are all always hosting dinners and lunches and stuff. I find my friendship groups just don't do it. I wanted to change the game for good. So I cooked up a delicious vegan gluten-free feast. I'll start by going through the menu. It took me a week to create because vegan gluten-free is pretty tough. For the entree, whipped cashew dip with roasted tomatoes and gluten-free ciabatta. For the main... A mixed mushroom and sage-baked risotto, a citrus salad, and a roast capsicum gnocchi. And then for dessert, chickpea chocolate mousse. I mean, it sounds awful. I'm not vegan or gluten-free, but my friends are, so it's just what I had to do. Yeah, you got dull friends. I put a lot of effort in. I got up really early. I spent a ton of money. And this is what the critics had to say. This was by far the tastiest vegan and gluten-free lunch I have ever experienced. And whilst that might not be saying much, I can tell you that it was absolutely exquisite. Why does it sound like that woman is reading that with a gun to her head? Hey, there's more reviews to prove that it's definitely not. Here's another one. I want to give the layout and setup a solid 9 out of 10. Would have been a 10 out of 10 had the candles not melted and fallen into my wine. On that note, I will give the entertainment a 10 out of 10. There was ample wine and therefore I was very entertained. And the food, I will give a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah, the candles did melt. It's funny because that was the candles that you and her bought for me as a present. Her being? Abby. Yes. <laughs> and then finally, this review as well, which he insisted was included. was outstanding. The quality of product used by AB was obviously the highest of quality due to what I saw in my bank statement, which I was not very impressed about. But in saying all of that, there was no meat. And if there's no meat, you're just stuck on a four to five out of ten. <laughs> Plus, I was uninvited, so stuff you all. My husband, Alex. I didn't invite him. The fact that you managed to... Rec- he, For those that don't know, he refuses to ever be recorded or yep. ever or be Or do anything on air. Yeah. So I don't know what you bribed him with. Really? I don't want to you know what you bribed him. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Can I just say, though, yeah. in summary, it was yeah. a great success. And if you are single out there and you're looking for an easy life, marry, marry a cashew farmer because vegan and vegetarian meals... Yeah. All include cashews. It's lucrative business, people. In fact, if you are a cashew farmer, one triple three five three. I've never been so bored by something you've done. And I, I'm happy for you that you achieved over the weekend. You're a hater. You just wanted to be invited. Oh, no, I'm a boarder. I'm bored by, you know, these. And they, by the way, these people you had over are all, you know, drunk carlets that love going out in the town normally. So they were probably bored too. I'm sure they love the food. But one of them's your partner. Yeah, well, <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> In the NRLW competition, the prelims are on the way this weekend. We have the Knights and Broncos head-to-head, and then after that, the Titans are in a prelim. They take on the Roosters, and joining us now is one of their superstars, one of our favourite cross-code athletes. She's done a bit of soccer at a national level, of course, rugby league. I believe she had a dog-walking business. She does it all the trifecta. (laughs) Lauren Brown, hello. (laughs) 
Hello, how are you going? Really well, I love Loz. your intros. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you joining us. There was a, a moment in the game against the Raiders on the weekend, for those that missed it, where you did a little dummy, you burst through the Raiders line, you ran about 20 metres to score. And what I loved, correct me if I'm wrong, you looked absolutely knackered after running 20 metres. I know you'd been out there all game, but you looked dead. I think there was a bit of shock that I actually made it to the line, a bit of secondhand embarrassment with my knee dive that I had for the try, and then a bit of fatigue on top of that. So it was um, just a big tricep to there. And it, I looked back and I was like, I look like an idiot. It was great though. <laughs> uh, mate, better than we could ever do. I mean, I just I could be wrong. Over the last two weeks, it just seems that this halving pair has completely clicked. You guys are absolutely outstanding. I think it's 64 points that you've put together as a team. Has it just clicked over the last couple of weeks? Does it feel like you guys have really got the groove? Yes, totally. I I definitely feel our spine, we've really gelled together um, and we all complement each other, which has helped and we're all on the same page. So if we all do our own individual roles um, collectively, it just, it works really well. And I think, yeah, the last two weeks is good for the confidence, I think, for us, especially heading into finals. Tell us about this Roosters team that you're playing on Sunday Arvo because even the casual watcher of footy, they know the Millie Boyle names, they know the Isabel Kellys, they are star-studded loss. Yes, exactly. They Honestly, everyone in that team is a very high-quality, all-class player. So, you know, we just, I think, have to focus on ourselves and I think the best thing about our game on the weekend was it was probably our best team performance. So if we can play really well together as a team and just trust our process. Um, hopefully that's enough to get us over the line. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a Titans-Broncos grand final. I'm excited. The two NRL team, NRLW teams that I have memberships for. Fun fact. Oh, <laughs> that is amazing. How good would that be, though? Oh, incredible. And please tell us as well, Lauren, your coach Karen Murphy seems like one of the most incredible women. She was actually awarded the Champion of Sport at the Gold Coast Bulletin Women of the Year Awards while you guys were playing. You had to get the, she had to get the CEO to go and accept it for her. Can you tell us a bit about her behind the scenes? Yes, Murph, um, Cara Murphy, our coach, she is actually superwoman. She has about 3,000 jobs um, and roles that she, she covers with a lot of different hats and she manages to put 110% into all of them um, and, yeah, pulls them off perfectly. So she's just a mastermind when it comes to rugby league. She's We call her the GOAT because um, in the female game, she's literally the best to have ever played. So it's, it's really cool, especially um, me playing in the halves to – have someone like that coaching you and to, you know, pick their brains and, and things like that. But no, Murph is, um, yeah, she's, we're very, very lucky to have her on board and the club's very, very honoured to have her a part of it. Well, Lauren Brown and the Titans, they take on the Roosters again. That's 4.15pm uh, this Sunday and that'll be on Channel 9, 9 now, KO Foxtel as well. Are you still doing the dog walking on the side? you got <laughs> space for a great Dane cross, I don't know what he is, and a shitbag Mastiff? Well, I think by the sound of it, that yeah. will be walking me. I won't be yeah. walking it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, that's on hold at the moment. Right. Just doing fireys and footy. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, dog walking's on hold. Pretty busy, right I suppose. Now. Yeah, yeah. You've got, got <laughs> a few <laughs> roles there. It's pretty important. All right. <laughs> hey, Loz, always a pleasure yeah. catching up, mate. Best of luck this weekend and hope to chat to you uh, heading into a grand final. Good on you. 
Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you having me on. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Producer Luke is here as well. Now, Luke, you're going to play a key part in this because you're a fitness flog. Oh, uh, FF. Okay. We nickname you in our group chat <laughs> because you love your running. LL is an FF. <laughs> you love your running, your exercise, yep. all that. Yep. Um, AB, you're getting right into your Pilates at the moment, so you're starting to get into it. Uh, I'm trying my best at the moment. Uh, I've, I've started boxing the last six, seven, eight weeks. And I, to be honest, everything on paper has been going really well. I think I've been losing weight. I, I lost another half a kilo today. I'm 103 point something, which Good work. I can nice. see parts of my body in the shower that I haven't seen in years. Like, oh, hello, little fella. Um, <laughs> now I remember why I covered you up. Exactly. I'll put the weight back on. <laughs> but... but oh, I have been feeling good, and I've been feeling actually great, and I've got all this energy and all that, and I hate how good exercise has been for my mental health. It's frustrating because yep. it means I have to keep going. I know you have been exceptionally yeah. happy the last Thank couple you. of weeks. Thank you, yeah. Well, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, I have been, and I'm sure you've noticed it today. Today has been different because today has not been a happy day. Today has been a reckoning because I don't know what you call this. But today I was training, we are doing boxing. Normally we do... Two minutes on, full throttle, then I get a 40-second break. Mm-hmm. Now they've upped it on me. Now I'm doing two minutes on. In the 40-second break, I'm doing squats or sit-ups or scissor kicks and all kinds of stuff. So oh, yeah. the break's gone. About two rounds in today, I felt my brain, that asshole up there mm-hmm. that doesn't want you to do things, quit. And he quit to the point where I had the shits. I was grumpy with my trainer, Gus. I was grumpy with myself. I was pushing him away. I wasn't doing the exercises properly. I was throwing these weak hands that a toddler could outpunch. <laughs> I, I, I vacated the room mentally. I was there physically, yes, but in mind and spirit, I was gone. What's that? Oh, no. They broke you. I'm more concerned. I mean, knowing you as well as I do and people that listen to this show as well. Yeah. You have an addictive personality. So addictive. And you jump on these, like, trains for a little bit and you become obsessed with something. It was golf before. And then you plateau and you throw everything away. You cancel everything. You're probably going to ghost your trainer. You're at that point. We have to not let you quit. You have to overcome this. I don't think that's what it is. And with respect, you're... Like me, you're not really an exerciser. No. That's why I have you. Hello. I, I think what I experienced today wasn't no. the end of the addiction. What was it? No. They have pushed you to your absolute limit. I hate it. No. This is this is a good thing, Elliot. Why? They have actually broken you. They've found your limit. They know exactly what they can do to get you to that point. And now the next time when you do it, you'll find you can actually do it again. I don't believe that because you'll I don't be able to. I don't know who was in that room today. Let's call him Johnny. Johnny's a dick. Jo- Johnny, that, I'm, that Johnny is me. Johnny is in my body. And Johnny's being a selfish brat to the point where I had to text my trainer after it saying, hey, sorry for being Johnny because I was <laughs> abusing him. I, was, I wasn't doing the exercise properly. You're right. I was broken. I'm sure yeah. Rocky did the same at some point. I didn't know if Rocky ever quit. You yeah. see, the thing is, <laughs> your trainers, yeah. I know you texted and apologized and that's yeah. probably the right thing to do. They loved it. So they enjoyed my pain. They were getting off on that when you left the room. Because otherwise they know that they're going too gentle on you. Yeah. I'm so It's like angry. a weird S&M thing for them. So what happens tomorrow? When they push me the same way, am I going to fold no. and turn into Johnny? No, no, no. They're going to pull back just slightly. Just oh. slightly. This is definitely emotional manipulation, yeah. but I love it. PTs don't get enough credit, do they? Like, yeah. I, I get they're fit and smart and whatever. They might be the smartest people on the planet. They're psychological wharf terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're body serial killers. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Well, yeah. they're, they're killing. They're they killing. That on their they're killing your cards. body fat. They're killing your body fat, and that's what you were paying them to do. So. I hate it. So I'm not quitting. No. You were wrong. I'm just broken. Oh, we will see. I'm I can't wait until three yeah. weeks. You're like, oh, guys, I'm really into putt-putt now. Do, do I, I do bocce professionally. Do you have a monetary bet? I don't think I'll quit boxing for uh, the next six months. Okay, how much money are we going to? $100. Fine. Witnessed Done. by Luke. Done. 100 bucks. Yeah. That you keep up this habit. This will be like the Google Pixel phone again. I'll, I'll buy it or do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you'll, you'll you. spitefully <laughs> do so it. I am. I appreciate uh, it. Oh, AB and Elliot, you guys have had a bit of a day. AB didn't get out of bed, didn't go to Pilates. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he went looking. I was scratching my arm. Oh, well, look at him. I got look, bitten by a bug. When someone's talking to you, she just copped the ball to the head, for, <laughs> a, a tennis ball to the head. That was a great shot. Too. Yeah, that's. I feel really motivated now. Thanks. Good. You're awake. You're awake now, Elliot. You had a day with your trainer. <laughs> I'm you still did. having a day. <laughs> yeah, you just assaulted me. Uh, you're, you feel like you're about to quit. I'm here to motivate the both of you. Can so you, you pass this on to the Australian Rugby Union team as well? Thank you. Because they're the reason. Oh, yeah, okay. They started everything grim today for me. So you're here to make the rest of the week a bit easier mentally yes. for everyone. Yes. Okay. Elliot, don't quit boxing. Because in the words of H.G. Wells, if you fell down yesterday, stand up today. So tomorrow, yeah. stand up, get back on that horse or the boxing, pull on the boxing gloves, do whatever you need to do. Unless Aiden. you're injured, in which case, take some time. My left wrist is sore. Oh, really? Maybe I should have the day off. Yeah, just rest. There's it. a game of NFL on tomorrow. I wouldn't mind watching that. That sounds like an excuse. Yeah. Um, okay. Meister Eckhart also says, be willing to be a beginner every single morning. So remember mm. to learn something new every day. Start from start from the basics. I learned today that you're capable of physical assault <laughs> as well as verbal. That was a, I don't know if the video caught that. I hope it did rush our QLD. That was, I reckon, the most accurate throw I've ever had in my life. You hit me right Gr- in the head. Granted, there's a fair bit of forehead <laughs> to aim at, but... This is a regular-sized forehead, I will have you know. Just above average. Just above. You probably got, I reckon, an extra centimetre. I've got a massive forehead. It's not a bad thing. Welcome to the you club. You hide it with a cap. Now I'm really self-conscious. Do I, I need to get, get you a, a fringe? I, I have a cap deal. Do you think my forehead's out of control, Big? I didn't say that. Luke's got a big forehead too. Yeah, I do. In this property forehead economy, game. I could probably lease some of it out. <laughs> Just sell it. So the point <laughs> of that, learn something new every day. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We and finally, yep. Monday is the day to set your intentions for the week. That one's from Deepak Chopra. Shouldn't you do that on a Sunday? Nah, that's when you get the Sunday scaries. People yeah. talk about it the day before you go to work. Yeah, but I like clean my house and everything on a Sunday. Shouldn't I do it all then? No, because you're overdoing it. you got to chill. Sunday I mean, I'm all chilling. supporting of doing only four days of stuff. That's yeah. fine. Monday's like a, oh, I promise, I'm figuring it out. Yeah, Monday you wake up and you set your intentions of the week. You get up, you go to the gym, don't get broken by your trainers, but, you know... But if you haven't done that and you get to Tuesday, then you're saying just give up. No. What do you Absolutely. do? Absolutely. Write it off if it's not perfect. Yeah, start, start again, again the week next. next. This is what I do. If I skip yeah, the same. gym tomorrow, I'd eat seven Mars bars and a burger. Yeah, and if you eat one bad thing, you're yeah. like, oh, well, this week is exactly. pretty much done anyway. See, so. we're different in a lot of ways, but scarily similar in many others. Luke, you've done your job. Where's the ball? I, I want to throw it at I you have. now. I feel I'm motivated. Confused. What just happened? <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> into Chemist Warehouse and celebrate footy finals with their footy finals half-price vitamin sale. Stock up on all your favourite vitamins today. Be quick, end September 24.